Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 14, recording on Saturday, May 30th. My name is Frank. My name's Sean. My name's Andrew. And we're going to be talking about minor news this week, a, a new state of play featuring The Last of Us 2, some other stuff we played, including Marvel's Iron Man VR oh, demo. Yeah which uh, you might want to stick around for. Might be some hot takes here. Uh, I don't know what Sean has to say about it, but he is looking really giddy. He's really excited to talk about it. And, (laughs) you know, first time we're recording on a Saturday. We'd been 13 weeks in a row, Friday, made it happen. We're on a Saturday. Life. The end of the prototype. Found a way. Life. (laughs) Fail interfered but we're still here might be a little later than usual it's a it's a blip don't worry about it minor blip we're uh not much not a lot of news we i guess i'll mention next week we'll most likely be talking about playstation 5 presser or video which is going to happen next thursday which i am pumped for and i already will predict that it's over console war is over sony wins (laughs) next thursday that is my prediction uh, bold prediction, definitely a bold prediction. So, while we're talking oh. Sony, let's do the big news, or really only news this week that I can remember. Um, the Last of Us Two State of Play, which I mean, I didn't watch that intently. I got to be honest, I didn't want to spoil that much, and I was just kind of glancing, seeing if there was any major stuff coming in. I wanted to. Uh, save it for my own experience but i'll be honest wasn't really blown away i am playing the the first one on survivor difficulty right now which i am enjoying for the most part um still gotta organize our multiplayer sessions with game junk people i uh, gotta get on top of that but I, it really looked like a greatly improved version of the original which could be a good or a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm sure there's new systems, just the way Uncharted took cover systems in the first one and then changed it to like hanging on a mountain with cover systems and stuff like that, and adapted systems in interesting ways. I think we've seen glimpses of that with The Last of Us Two. They uh, definitely showed two uh, systems: the grapple hook. Yeah. Which- you you may have not remembered because it's probably the same thing they used in Uncharted Four. Yes, and and then they also had the dog smelling mechanic, the sense of smell, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been playing the original, and I we've talked about this idea of designer brain before. Maybe we have. I don't know. I have somewhere, but uh, I'm looking at this game and I'm thinking, what are they thinking? Like, what would be next gen? Like, how do you make take this idea of stealth and make it next gen. I was never thinking about smell to be perfectly honest. So I'm a little interested in how that's (laughs) going to work. Reflections seem like something that would be next gen, like people seeing you in mirrors or using mirrors, something like that. I haven't seen any evidence of that. Uh, A little more consequence to the resource systems would be interesting. Um, I was definitely thinking about going prone while I was playing that. And that is another new kind of system. The idea of going prone and being vulnerable 
in a prone position and like the the tall grass and some of that stuff looked really really cool including the boat sequence looked intriguing uh i'm excited i don't know i i might be more excited for ghost of tsushima but uh how about you guys what are you thinking well i'm definitely more excited for ghost of tsushima but i can say i did go back and start uh trying to pick up where I left off on the Ooh, original Last of Us. Juicy. On the PS3. <laughs> still in Pittsburgh right now. Uh, you really but Pittsburgh? I was enjoying it. I actually... Uh, <clears throat> I So I think last time I said that, you know, stealth, some of the stealth stuff I found frustrating. I think I could say specifically there's two things that are a bit frustrating. I mean, I know that they are kind of staples of the survival horror genre. But the two things that as I'm playing the game, kind of take away from my enjoyment of the game would be having to conserve resources, which I get. That's part of it. And I know a lot of people say when you get up to those higher difficulty levels, it just gives you a different appreciation for the game. And I and I get the immersiveness of that. But there's just something about feeling like every encounter, you're like, ah, oh, should I be using this bullet? Like, should I save it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's just something about that that's a little bit just... Well, can I give you a piece of advice replaying the game? And it's actually one thing I don't like about the game, playing on higher difficulty levels, and it kind of goes along with what you're saying. It is not, like, true survival to me. Uh, and use your bullets, man. Use them all the time. I, I am finding because that... Because they just drop more. The enemies <clears throat> drop yeah. stuff randomly based on how much you use stuff which I kind of hate. Like I was doing the same thing on survival. I'm like, I can't use anything. I have to save ammunition for the most like important moments. And then you just get to a point where like, well, I I can't beat this without shooting people. So you shoot everyone. And then even if you're not good at shooting, it just drops more ammo. So, I mean, to me, that's kind of the flaw with their survival thing. And the idea of wanting to not, engage with enemies sometimes and avoid them there's certain areas that are gated so you have to like there's no way to do it without taking like to kill every enemy approach which usually doesn't happen in stealth games um but i do love the game don't get me wrong but there are some frustrating things that i'm curious to see how they're changed in the sequel or kept the same i guess um but yeah i i mean another thing on that topic playing the original the aiming i mean i love naughty dogs aiming in all their games it's like really specific one-to-one i know people complain about being able to see and shoot around corners it doesn't bother me that much Uh, i kind of like it but i mean the interesting thing and i'm not sure if i love it or hate it it's truth is it's probably somewhere in the middle but the idea of um enemy animations in that game being so erratic in particular the infected that like i go to line up a headshot and they play some jerky animation and like the aiming is so specific that i just miss by a hair and it's because and i get it that's like wow that's what this infected are really like you have to think about whether you want to shoot for the head and i like that aspect but i just end up not wanting to shoot anything it's like I might as well just use bricks all the time because I know I'm going to hit them if I use a brick. Like, is that how I would approach something in real life? Would I be like, hmm, I'm better off going around hitting everyone over the head with bricks rather than using my gun. (laughs) Uh, 
and Naughty yeah. Dog kind of digs their own holes, much like the way we said with Uncharted 4 and having a grapple hook where I'm like, why aren't they using this in cinematics? Like, I have this grapple hook that's magical, and now you've kind of we've raised the bar of what a video game story is, and you're kind of digging your own holes with now I'm expecting you to hold that standard for everything. And I know people brought up the same concern with in cinematics, not just shooting people. You shoot people uh, carelessly throughout the whole campaign, and then he's unwilling to shoot certain people in cinematics. Seems kind of weird. Um, but anyway, that what that last thing on <laughs> The Last of Us 1 that, that reminds me of is like the enemies, everyone else has bullets. They can... There seems to be no limits to them. Uh, there's infinite enemies and hunters and all this stuff. And I don't know. It, I I know it. it's a game. And I, I appreciate games that feel gamey. But at the same time, that, that game seems to want to hold itself to a higher standard. And I, I, I don't know. I kind of struggle with that while playing it. Right. Well, so the other thing I was just going to quickly mention is that the realism of being in a combat situation and then you get hit and suddenly you're moving slowly and you can't you aim and it's like it's you know it feels like you have to be perfect because as soon as you get hit once you're kind of you're, you're screwed or you know you just gotta start all over again so i was excited about in the new one it looked like the combat is a little bit more gamey i guess like it seemed like they they, they point out that there's there's sort of more agility there's some dodge stuff i think so i was kind of like liking that and they did point out now i don't know if this is exists in the original game but i did find like unlike other stealth games in this when i was playing it recently it felt like once as i said once you kind of alert a bunch of people and pandemonium ensues you can't really just go find a quiet corner and let everything die down again uh, whereas they they pointed out in the demo for part two that that is something you can do. So oh, I, I kind of like that. You should be doing that in part one. You should run away all the time and hide. Enemies will lose you very easily. And again, my biggest piece of advice, heal as much as you want. Use as much shit as you want, especially if you're not worried about higher difficulties because the game will give you more supplies. That's probably the, the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing on normal and I do tend to really take my time and try to look in every nook and cranny. So I'm getting the feeling that there's plenty of, like I'm finding plenty of stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to loosen up on that a bit on survivor difficulty. The, the melee is really unpredictable. Like I hit someone with a brick twice and normally I always get the third smash over the head for the brick kill. And then I'll just miss sometimes. And then I lose half of my health and I, they they went for this. This started with Uncharted 2, I think, where this kind of cinematic feel for combat, where it, there's it's like the square for hitting and triangle for dodge, and they try to incorporate, you know, smashing into real obstacles, and I love that animation stuff, but I find it really unpredictable, and I get frustrated when I fail for seemingly no reason, and uh, I hope they've eliminated some of that stuff in the sequel. I still love the game, but I mean... I, I, I think I like Uncharted more, if that's a hot take. I like that series. I like the action style. It just I'm a bigger fan of that. Uh, Huck, did you watch it? I know you had said you uh, you hadn't yep. maybe, or but what did you think? No, I did. I did. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. I, um, so I guess the one thing you guys haven't oh, really yeah, touched on is that it uh, – maybe this is like the the inner dad or inner old man in me, but it is just like – 
so extremely violent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like almost to the point of putting me off. Like, I, how many times do they need to show someone getting their neck slit or cut open? Like, I get it. Yeah, you could kill, you could shiv someone in the neck. Yeah, you don't need to show it twenty-five times in a <laughs> in a fifteen-minute demo. It's, <laughs> it's interesting you say uh, that because playing the first one, I remembered this criticism I had playing it the first time when we did one of our earlier episodes of Game Junk. Like Ellie saying, I won't even say it, the F word constantly. And it's like some, we're going to say the F word in this game all the time. And it's very, I I agree. The violence is kind of similar to that where like there's, I think the idea is like this Naughty Dog is like high level, classier games kind of thing. And I I don't know. I I have, I have similar thoughts, but it doesn't bother me as much as you guys. I don't think, but I, I definitely see what you're saying. It's definitely turning me off. Um, I mean, it, it's almost to the point where I'm like, do I even really want to play this game? I mean, it's so, I mean, it's so intense all the time. It seems right. Like I even remember the Last of Us being intense, but maybe it, I don't remember it being quite this violent. There's also seems to be, I mean, there's no way to really tell until reviews come out or I get my hands on it. But it definitely seems to be more of a push towards human-on-human violence this game rather than the infected like the infected were maybe only in the demo for two minutes like kind of near the end when they were talking about the new infected and having them turn on other human factions it seems like the game is going to be more about those two human factions that are almost like warring in seattle or wherever you go and I, i don't know i guess for the last of us that makes sense. It's going to be a story about like how human, how humanity, you know, is in a situation like this. But it seems like if there's going to be that much human violence, like it's almost like too graphically intense. Oh, <laughs> relax, bud. What, what relax. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just doesn't want to. The library's closed. My, He's talking himself out of this shit big time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did notice that the infected were not in it very much in this gameplay demo, which I don't know if that's an indication of how much they're in the game or not, but it was a little surprising. And everyone, we haven't brought up the uh, the thing that lit the internet on fire, the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Cameo. I mean, Naughty Dog always yeah. does stuff like that, right? They have other games and references to their own games. They're they're pretty good with that stuff, I would say. Also, also, did anyone else think that the girl that had the Vita looked like Rose Tico from Star Wars? Yes, I actually like. I thought I it might be like, the same actor. Is is it not? I don't know. I looked. I looked up her, whatever her name is. I can't remember, and I looked to see if there was any credits for The Last of Us 2, but it, I couldn't find any. But it definitely reminded Kelly Marie me Marie Tran? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah so anyways, I, I looked I was, up, couldn't find I was confused about the Vita inclusion thing, because it's like, are they saying that because it's a post-apocalyptic world, these are the devices that survive kind of thing? Or, like, I don't, or is it just... It's supposed to be a tongue-in-cheek, like, hey, you know what this I, is. I think it's just pandering to PlayStation fans, straight up. I guess. Saying, ha, never I get mean, any more I, Vita. 
<laughs> I can confirm that, you know, in a worldwide pandemic, the Vita does come out of its storage eventually. So, <laughs> you know, maybe they're maybe they're accurate on that one. I just smashed my Vita to bits. You'll have to watch the YouTube video of that to oh, see that. Oh, no, that's action. embarrassing. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I had a couple other things to say about the demo, but I was also a little bit hesitant to watch because of spoiler stuff, especially because I haven't finished the first game yet, but it didn't seem there didn't seem to be anything in there. I'd say there's um, one thing, but you probably knew it already. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't remember what else I was going to say, but I mean... Uh, I guess just there there were a few little new mechanics, but I, yeah, I agree that it, it didn't it it looked like more of the same, just you know, better graphics. And I do like the world in the first one quite a bit. So, I mean, I just enjoy exploring the world a little bit. If they have more opportunities for that, then I'm definitely game. Using traps, I thought would be a bigger thing in the second game, like like setting up areas uh, for. For people in the crafting system, I thought they were... Oh, that that was one of the things with the crafting system is that your weapons actually change based on what you do to them. Like, it look, it's yeah. very, like, one-to-one, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still excited for the game. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I played Last of Us two weeks ago, hoping not to get burned out on it before playing the second one. And now I'm going through it again on Survivor. I think I'm getting burned out <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> mission failed. I I did not uh, do that the right way. So, I don't have much else to say about this. How about you guys? Was there a bow and arrow in the first one? Yep, big time. Oh, there was. Okay. Uh, was I don't think a, I have anything else. Was there a silencer in the first one? Mm, no, I don't think so. Because I did notice the gun she was using in the new one there was like sort of a makeshift something to muffle the shots on it, which is kind of cool. Been, been wishing for that where I am right now in the game, but uh, yeah, not much else to say. Okay. So might as well get into what we played. Uh, Huck, mm-hmm. you want to go first or actually should sure. we do Iron Man VR first? Cause we, we, we did tease it at the beginning of the show. We probably sure, should. Yeah. Uh, so Sony released the Iron Man VR demo. Sorry, Marvel's Iron Man VR. It was, I was trying to find it on the store and couldn't find it because I didn't put Marvel <laughs> at the front. Jeez Louise. <laughs> and uh, I, I played the demo. I fired up VR. I readjusted my camera, recalibrated uh, based on a video I'd watched for optimal PSVR. I'm thinking about getting under the visor more. We'll see if that happens. I say that a lot. Um, and this game has been hyped up a lot and I never understood it. I was like, why do people care about this game? Like it's like, I'm used to associating with those free VR experiences, like the Spider-Man one and some of these other superhero things that are pretty much trash. Um, at least the Marvel ones that I I've heard of. So I was like, what, why is everyone creaming over this thing? What's the deal? And, but I fired it up. It is a Sony PSVR. Experience, it is. Though, it, right? it is published by sony uh it's exclusive i'm not sure what their licensing deal with some of that stuff is but whatever i gotta say 
it might be one of the best VR things I've ever played in my life, even in a demo format. I, I did not get sick at all using the thrusters and maneuvering, like just the flying felt so responsive. I, I don't think this has been talked about, or I'm sure it has, maybe I missed it, but it features full 360 VR on PlayStation. And I know a lot of uh, PC stuff does that already, but the 360, like turning around has always been an issue. And this game is clearly featuring that. I got spun around in my room and the game probably had issues with this with playtesting because they're constantly warning you to not get tripped up on your wire because you're spinning around mm-hmm. so much. And it was amazing. Like the, the, the chapter with the plane and the mechanics for shooting and I was blown away. I went in thinking this is going to be laughably bad. And I, I, my only criticism, they did not have a call to action at the end of the demo. It should have taken you right to the store to pre-order. I would have pre-ordered on the spot. (laughs) That's weird. It didn't get you sick at all. No, I did. And I got really sick just revisiting VR to play blood and truth. And like specifically strafing, like makes me queasy in that game. I d- I don't know about you, Sean. I f- did not get sick to my stomach once playing Iron Man. No, I didn't either. I mean, I think it, part of it is how the the flying works. Like I don't know, you just you're. I think you're in a mindset where you're kind of free floating, and you're not. It's not quite the same as like a first person shooter type situation because I definitely got sick with Farpoint when I tried like the free roaming stuff. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean the flying is pretty fun. Like I, I can see how just trying to maneuver your way through environments could be a lot of fun. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember the uh, TV show featuring a young Jerry O'Connell? Oh, the secret identity. <laughs> yeah, with this the aerosol cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two aerosol cans yeah. to direct himself in the air, and that's what it yeah. feels like because you're using your two hands. Well, it's kind of like old, uh, like rocket games and stuff like that too, right? Where you have to pick how to boost but it's more action based like it's i it it feels very responsive to like aim your blaster in a direction and move the opposite way like and then when you're kind of trying to go fast and downwards i don't even know if i had to do this i found myself like leaning into it like a downhill skier like i was uh, immersed i i don't know i was very impressed and maybe it's because my expectations were low but i was not thinking about this game at all. And I might even be more excited for this now than last of us too. Like, well, so I, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm maybe a little less excited than you. Like I enjoyed the demo a lot, but I think the thing that I kept thinking and, and I hope they prove me wrong, but it felt like, how are they going to do a whole game of this without it feeling repetitive? Because the waves of enemies coming in started to feel repetitive. And I started thinking, well, can they do levels that are inside of buildings or like more ground level stuff? Or is it all just going to be in the air all the time? I assume it's probably mm. all in the air. And like, I don't know how much variety can you come up with? Like the, the plane scenario in that first chapter is really cool, but how yeah, much I hear you. Do? I mean, let's be honest. The last of us is very repetitive. All the game does is introduce new guns basically throughout the game, right? Like very, little enemy variants you've seen almost all the enemies within the first and it's about set pieces and having Mm -hmm. solid core mechanics 
And to me, the core mechanics of this Iron Man game are fun. It's then the designer's responsibility to get you to use them in interesting ways. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm much more, I sorry, much less worried when the core mechanics are new and interesting. And I feel like this game has that. It's not something I've done before. Aiming with the palms and shooting things, obviously they're going to add super like special powers, which are not in this, like the blasts and stuff like that. So that's where I see the the gameplay expanding quite a bit. And even some of the ways when you were grabbing stuff, I saw action opportunities for that rather than just, you know, fixing the plane and stuff like that. So, uh, I don't know. You, we need a flashback. We need. I could see them flashing back to, if they're pulling from John Favreau's Iron Man, like the first time you build the suit and doing flashbacks. And there's tons of moments you could pull in from the franchise that I think. I mean, obviously the question is, what's your budget? Can you do all these different environments? And um, it's kind of cool that Sky is relatively cheap. I'd say to make right. Like if you have a good system for your clouds, you get a lot of leverage out of that. So. This thing's a budget buster. It's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only other thing that I had some issues with in the demo, and I don't know if you experienced this, but like when the enemies are shooting at you, it's kind of tough to dodge. Like I you can do that know. quick burst thing, but I don't know. I was getting hit a lot, and I couldn't felt I like al- I couldn't do much. I also didn't want to body check through my drywall, so I I, I didn't know how mu- <laughs> how much to dodge. I did watch a video, an extensive hour-long video on calibration for PSVR and how to get it perfect. And it was intense. You know, I, I didn't follow all the rules. I did adopt some, but I did not switch all of the lights in my house to be green. I didn't wear... <laughs> uh, like it was. Int- he had a, um, a, a thing he made where it, would, it was like a rack that put the wire so it went down into your helmet so it wouldn't touch you it's like an extending arm almost almost like a microphone arm for feeding the wire into the top of your head but the one tip i may adopt specifically for iron man is get like a a kitchen mat or a bath mat put it on top of your surface so you know like where your play space is yeah yeah it's a good idea i think that's a, a very helpful tip that Iron Man feels like a game I might need to use that for, but I was loving VR. I, I, I played Thumper a bit more after this and forgot how good that game was. So I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to get some more VR stuff going, but Iron Man, I'm in. I, I am absolutely in. Yeah, I mean, That's I'll a- definitely be picking it up. I, I was kind of surprised because I heard that Sony had... Uh, they're doing a VR bundle, uh, Iron Man VR bundle. And I thought it was just going to be some like, you know, throwaway thing to try to get rid of as many PS4s as they can before the next console cycle. But maybe if the game's good there, they will actually move some units and some PSVR. And it is actually a smart business move to have that bundle. Well, Sean and I were talking a bit with uh, Jay this week and PSVRs are in short supply right now. Like they are going for a lot more money. Stores are sold out of them. So I'm sure that's a, oh, yeah? an influence huh. of the pandemic or maybe Sony was, you know, waiting uh, to release more and package them with Iron Man VR. But I, I was a naysayer and I was convinced by this demo 
And ah. it's, it's very rare that a demo has that big of an impact. And are other people, I'm not really following the news. Have other people talked about this demo or said good things? Cause I haven't heard much and I'm surprised. I haven't heard anything. I've heard good things, but not like from a ton of people just here and there. People that play the demo seem to like it, but that's about it. Yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, okay. Sorry, Huck. What, what were you playing? Uh, also, I just remembered there's one more little tiny bit of news. Uh, EA renewed their NFL uh, deal for another five years, I think. So to, for simulation only games. So no more, no dreams of NFL 2K football coming back. It's going to be all Madden all the time for the next five years at least. So that's good or bad, depending on your viewpoint. But a little minor piece of news I thought I'd throw in there well since i'm such a madden junkie related to that sean and i were talking before you got on i didn't even know 2k i don't know if they got the golf license exclusively but they have a pga tour game coming out in august that the 2k series is i guess doing golf for the first time so i'm kind of excited for a new golf game I think I heard something about that i believe that they actually hired the guys who did the was it the golf game or the yeah. golf club? Yeah, or and th- that game got PGA licensing last year or the year before and had it. Yes. But it kind of it looked very different to me. So maybe they're taking some of their systems and it looks like they're borrowing a lot of the um it looks like this is pure speculation. Like the way the the the, the models are rigged and skinned look very similar to like NBA 2K and stuff like that. So they might obviously be doing a partnership where they're borrowing each other's like using the core systems for their PGA game and using right. other elements from 2k games. But I, I was actually wondering, I couldn't, I didn't look that hard, but I was wondering if that was their game kind of being bought out by someone else. Yeah, I haven't, I actually haven't seen any screenshots, so I don't have a comparison, but I just heard through passing either on a podcast or something that it was, that game, the golf club game. Okay, so. that I was struggling to remember the name with Sean as well. So definitely the golf club. I remember that. Yeah, and I remember the review, so, the reviews not being great for that, but it getting a little better each year. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, what can you expect? You know, uh, sports games are not the easiest thing to pull off, and then you know, it takes a little while to ramp into it. I imagine. Well, yeah, yeah I, and the, you're, you're competing with EA, who's made them for decades now so yeah not, not so much but that's what's interesting right like not so much with golf i mean they kind of once the tiger woods his pr disaster which seems like a long time ago now that kind of killed that franchise uh the rory McIlroy yeah. one never took off and no. interestingly like 2k owns basketball and what we're talking about EA's putting was trying to put a ton of money into NBA Live, which couldn't break through at all either. And I think, yeah, like you need it, constant it, iteration and lack of competition for these games to succeed. So it's a and yep. once someone has it, it's over. Yeah. Like even on PlayStation, MLB the Show, right? It's it's the uh, the only one. Yeah, the amount of effort you'd need to put in to try to get back even just to like an almost level playing field would be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, speaking of golf, I played a little bit of golf with friends. I played one course, 
which I think you talked about last week, right, Dwight? Yep. And I, I don't know. I mean, it was okay for what it was. I just played by myself. It just hit the ball around. It was fine. I don't. I won't play anymore. It's called golf I, with friends. Yeah, golf with friends. Can't yeah, golf I don't by have yourself. any friends. I'm in quarantine, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Sorry, is it golf with friends or golf with your friends? Golf with your friends. With, with your friends? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. But yeah, Anyways, I mean, it it's it, yeah, it's it's okay for what it is. I think it's more fun when you kind of add in the zany elements. And there was one level or one course I was playing this week that I think the museum one started getting really hard at the end, like to the point where I guess one thing I didn't mention is you have like a limited amount of time that you can move around uh, in free cam mode to see where the yeah, hole I think is. It's 15 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And some of these holes, I couldn't even find the hole within 15 seconds. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I'm going. So, and just, yeah, I, I, I found that. I I'm, found that too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, me. I just want to say I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. It's just when I was Google searching, it sounds like I was like being really nitpicky about the title, but there was a bunch of golf games and I didn't know if I was Google searching the right one. So apologies if it sounded like I was being a dick about the title. I was, that was not my intention. Oh. I was <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I found that I only played the first level, which I think is just the forest or something like that. And I was hitting like, you know, one shot, one shot, two th- shots or three shots on every hole. And then I got to, I think it was the last hole or the ho- the second to last hole. And it took me like 10 shots or something, like whatever the max is. Like all of a sudden it was extremely hard out yeah. of nowhere, a huge spike in difficulty. And it, it kind of turned me off of the game a bit if they were going to ramp it up like that. But uh, yeah, it was okay. Uh, then I sorry. Just to, to clarify, do... is this on Game Pass? It must. I'm assuming it yes. is. Right? Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, I I've only played Game Pass games now. Apparently, <laughs> uh, so I put I played one other Game Pass game, uh, which I think just came to Game Pass called Deliver Us the Moon, which is basically an adventure game set in what's well, initially on Earth, but then you go up to the moon, and the premise is that uh, they. They couldn't really generate power on the Earth anymore, and they had really bad sandstorms, and they found a way to harvest uh, energy from the moon using helium-3, I think it was, and send it back to the Earth. And then mysteriously, uh, communication was lost with the moon, and then the energy just stopped flowing. So then you kind of send up a spacecraft just yourself, I think it was like uh, five years later. That's how long it took to sort of get everything together. And then you have to try to get the energy back on uh, to Earth and kind of figure out why it shut off and and sort of sort of stuff like that. So it was a fun little uh, – it's kind of like a hybrid first-person, third-person adventure game. Uh, you get to drive a vehicle, and uh, it was pretty fun. It was I think it was only four or five hours. It was a, the puzzles were pretty straightforward. Nothing was too difficult, uh, and nothing was really too, you know, challenging. Nothing really made you feel great, you know, when you solved it. It's uh, so that that was kind of a letdown. I was kind of hoping for more interesting things, but overall, it was a pretty good little adventure game. It was it was definitely a step up from you know your typical walking simulator that has no no puzzles at all. Just just dialogue so this is sort of kind of like a 
a more traditional adventure game in that regard. And and do you guys want to go? I have one more to talk about. I don't know if why don't Frank, why don't you go? I gotta run to the bathroom for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you can explain the situation. Sean ate a very large burrito before this podcast. <laughs> that is the truth. That is what he said to me. Um I needed a break from The Last of Us and I started playing uh Infamous First Light, which was the standalone DLC oh, yeah. for Infamous, which I never actually beat. And it features Fetch, uh, one of the characters from the first game. And she uses neon or light powers. And I just kind of blew through this thing. It is amazing. Those games, Second Son, I know I've said it a million times, First Light, the most underrated games of this past console generation. The, the gameplay locomotion is amazing it's so fast-paced so responsive so um like i never get sick of shooting stuff the weakness system on enemies the different powers i the fact that you don't need fast travel in that game and it never becomes a problem i never get sick of like looking for shards and going throughout the city I just love it. I love those games. And uh, so I played through, I think I played through some of that one because I think it was free on PS plus at one time. I believe so. Yeah. And I played through the first infamous and then second son, I believe. I don't think I ever played infamous too. And I really, I hate their like floaty jumpy grabby stuff that they do when you jump and you kind of attach to things and i know they had a bit of it still in spider-man but it wasn't nearly as sticky well i and i, I gotta say I in, in first light if that's your issue you might like it because i think i grabbed onto things maybe 10 times in my entire playthrough like i'm just running up the sides of buildings it's all about like you don't climb things you just dash up everything and yeah, I feel like I beat First Light, actually. I feel like I enjoyed that one. But I the other Infamous games, I always didn't really enjoy. Like, I played through all of Infamous 1 and I think all of Second Son. And I don't recall really enjoying them as much as you did. I think, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know people say they're some of the best exclusives on the PlayStation and stuff. But I, I don't know. But I do recall liking First Light more than the other three games. Hmm. myself yeah i may go into uh infamous 2 which i also never beat getting ready for sucker punch releases in july we'll see but i love sucker punch games I, i'm so excited for ghost of tsushima sean you okay <laughs> yeah i don't know like the last few times i think is because you know we hardly ever order in food now Every time we order in food, my stomach just is not having it. So <laughs> anyway, do um, you want me to go? Yeah, I'm sure. done. So yeah, I played a Game Pass game as well. A little bit of Minecraft Dungeons. Okay, that's the last one I played also. I thought you might have tried it out. Yeah. So I, I was kind of looking forward to this. I mean, we talked a bit about Riverbond a few weeks back, and I was kind of thinking that they would be kind of similar games. And I was actually surprised how similar they are in a lot of ways. And I, I, I would say, 
was kind of disappointed with what I saw so far of Minecraft Dungeons. Like it, it maybe this is a stupid assumption, but I thought that there would be more of a story to it, um, which I know Minecraft itself doesn't have a story, but you know they did do that Minecraft story mode. Just felt like maybe they would be trying to flesh out the world a little bit more, and there really isn't much. Um, but you know that being said, it's uh, you know these kinds of sort of action RPG Diablo like games are mostly you know about the loot and you know there's i'd say a a fairly steady stream of new weapons and they have like a a slight you know it's not like a full rpg in that you have like different skills or anything but you every time you level up you have an enchantment point that you can put towards uh your weapon or your armor so at least you're kind of getting new bonuses or power-ups for those things as you go uh, but yeah, I tried a bit of local multiplayer with the kids. They were not really that interested, played a bit more single player and, you know, it does seem like it's something that is more fun with a group of people, but, um, you know, it was okay. Just not really something that I see myself playing too much, to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by the river bond comparison. I mean, the combat is similar and the art style is kind of similar, but other than that, like Riverbond, I never knew what the hell to do in that game. And this, it's they the, have. It's the same as the, uh, the Minecraft thing, though. Like every level you're on, it's like either rescue five people or destroy 10 of these things. Like it's very similar in, in terms of the objectives. Maybe they didn't communicate it as clearly in Riverbond, but that was basically it. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. I, I mean,. Yeah, maybe I just and that mixed with like the random weapons that didn't really seem to have any progression of any kind in Riverbond didn't I don't really see the comparison there. I mean, it seems like in this you are getting just slowly better and better weapons, either swords or shields or helmets or whatever, which does make sense in the traditional, you know, loot, looter grab game, whatever you call action RPG. Uh but I do, I do agree that there's so far nothing really spectacular about the game that I can really point to and say this is, you know, this is worthy of my time. But I think I played two or three dungeons. I had a pretty good time with it. It was, it was pretty mindless. So if you're looking for sort of just like a mindless, you know, hack and slash loot grab, just take up some time. It's, it's kind of nice. I know, like right now, I kind of miss those old RPGs where you just kind of grind. For a while, maybe watch a show in the background or listen to some music, and At I can three times speed, baby. The only way to live. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm gonna get yeah. back into Final Fantasy IX and, and rip that up, no problem. I think these games are making a bit of a comeback, though, because they did have the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three last year came out, and then I think there's a new Dark Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game that's supposed to come out this year. So, I mean, I kind of like those games as well. Uh, still haven't played much of Diablo three, so I'm kind of feeling like maybe I should just be playing that. But did did you play the Ultimate Alliance game? Uh, a little bit. I, I kind of was hoping to play again multiplayer with Kieran, and he just has not had much interest in it for whatever reason. And again, they, these kinds of games are not quite as fun when it's just single player. But because I'll Kieran's a real it. gamer. <laughs> pretty hardcore pretty hardcore he's a designer but, he wants to create 
One thing I got to say, though, I mean, this game would go great on the Switch. <laughs> I think it's coming. I think it's on the Switch. Yeah, it might be out on the Switch. Does it have achievements I, I on the Switch? I was kind of curious. What was What's that? that? I was wondering if it had achievements on the Switch. I think it does. I think you can you can unlock Xbox achievements. Because I know Ori and the Blind Forest did. And, uh, hmm. Anyway. Just do a quick search here. No, oh, it's suppose oh, this might be an old article that the original Minecraft was supposed to. Yeah, this is like two years ago. I, I'm I'm thinking they came eventually. Who cares? Fuck Nintendo. Um, <laughs> that was your anything else for you to say on that one, Huck? Or no, I think that's it. Just it was pretty decent. And that, you said, is on Game Pass as well, Sean. So Game Pass, yep. the best Game deal Pass in is gaming. Where it's at. All right. I played a little. Actually, I could just say I played. I'm now in Chapter 14 of the FF7 remake. Crushed Frank's pull-up challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we should, it. He, Huck did it, he said, in like five or six tries, which is no, real. No, I, I think I said eight or nine or nine oh, okay. or ten. That is impressive. I think it took me 20 or so. And my obvious conclusion was they must have nerfed it because everyone complained about it. And uh, I don't <laughs> think that's true. Huck is just, you know. I'm a master Final Fantasy VII player. He is. <laughs> well, you got to beat it on hard, bud. You got a long way to go to to get all yeah. those trophies. Oh, I do. <laughs> that's that's going to be another year down the road, at least. Uh, it's a month-long job at most. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can do it. It's we'll fun. see. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a good try. But I hate the cliche. Why you need to experience this game on the hardest difficulty, or this game is meant to be played on survivor difficulty? I hate that shit. But I will say, <laughs> I appreciated the combat system of Final Fantasy more on hard. And it's tough to say it- if I would have thought that if I went straight. To, well, you really can't go straight to hard because you need um, you need to kind of understand it. It would be tough to do it going straight to hard, but I I loved it on hard. Is it true that you can't use items on oh, hard? That's true. Damn. Okay, that's interesting because I am I don't use potions that often, but I use ethers a shit ton. So that'll be interesting to really ni- need to use your magic properly. That's a niche niche, buddy, on uh, on hard mode. Not going to happen. <laughs> you got to be using those stagger meters. You've got to fully understand the stagger system <laughs> and why, why you use a focus thrust, why you use a dive kick. It is wonderful. It is splendid. I loved it. Beautiful. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. All right. That's going <laughs> to wrap up things for this episode. Uh, next week, going to be huge. The biggest news drop in a long time, and I am ready. And I have a feeling it is going to be juicy. Get ready for next Thursday. I better be watching live. I didn't watch Last of Us live. I had meetings. I couldn't do it Thursday. I need to put it on the TV in the bedroom and just soak it all in. And we'll be talking about it 
on Friday next week. <laughs> right away. I don't care if we do or not. That's not a big deal at all. Immediately. Should be good to go. I, I think there's also like I might have to live stream after, it. right? I might have to live stream this press conference. Yeah? Yeah, how the fuck do live I do that? Live reaction? I gotta get on it. I'm gonna watch it. What's, I might as well live stream what, it. What's the week after, Sean? Like something for Xbox? I, uh, isn't the EA one the week after? Yeah, and then it's the Precious Steam Summer Games Fest. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, is that so the summer? Is the Steam Summer Games Fest uh, conference? Well, like a, a presentation, presentation thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah. So yeah, I guess it would have been E three a week or so from now. Man. Yeah, no the question E3. I have is: Are stores still going to be doing their E three discounts if there's no E three? Like. That's always been the good way to buy all the uh, upcoming AAA games. Get oh, those pre-order sure discounts. Will. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they want those digital dollars, that extra cash. Got to get the cheddar. A lot of speculation that, you know, GameSpot might be done after the pandemic. Really? If it If it goes much longer, yeah. Hmm. That's rough. You said, "Wait, what did oh, you say?" Oh, not GameSpot, GameStop. <laughs> GameStop. Oh, that sorry, makes a little more sense. Not GameSpot. Not GameSpot. My bad. Like, wait a second. Their logos are so similar. It's so stupid. Um. All right, let's <laughs> shut her down. Check out uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Game Junk. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, Game Junk Podcast and Film Junk on Twitter. That's Sean's Twitter. And uh, Andrew on Twitter is My Angry Commute and Equilibrium Sis, uh, SYS for his company. Be sure to check those out. And yeah. check out the Discord, which is posted on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Discord, baby. Get yes. on there. That's it. Okay, that's it for this week. We'll be back with some big news next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.